Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. everybody and welcome in to another episode of the penny bloom podcast his i colton robertson and today we continue the 52 year journey through film it is the second week of november and that means it is the year 2015 i am joined by joseph george what's up homie oh what up what up always a pleasure to be here oh it is always a pleasure to have you you ready to talk the housing crisis Mm, what a what a bright and sun just gleaming subject to talk about oh man and this movie was nothing but a fucking ray of sunshine for us the big short uh released in 2015 this is our this is our movie of the week for the 52 year journey through film the big short uh and you know solid solid film Mm. uh well acted well performed it's God about damn. how huh. <laughs> just just but goddamn that's oh. it that's all oh. that's the that's the extent of the thought. yeah it's about how entertaining you can make a movie about the housing crisis like which Absolutely. is very you know i was like uh, i feel like a teacher would walk into a room and be like all right class we're gonna watch a movie about the housing crisis um, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm in for, like, one of the most boring movies, like, of all time. Like, I'm ready to turn off my brain and just idle mode. But then if they put this on, I'd be like, oh, shit, like, I'm kind of learning. Yeah, you know, she but hands actually, out one of those, she hands out one of those, uh, or they hand out one of those fucking work-along uh, worksheets uh, for a movie where they're like, what's a CDO? What's mm, a, what's a, what's a ooh, this? What's a that? Ooh, personal finance teachers take notes take notes mr cooley take notes uh but uh yeah the big short let's uh let's let's break it down for the for the folks out there who are joining us for this godforsaken film uh it was released december 23rd 2015 the screenplay is by charles randolph and adam mckay based on a book by michael lewis and it's directed by adam mckay and adam mckay won We've been largely familiar with, especially due to his, the success of his Netflix Oscar Best Picture nominee last year, Don't Look Up. Oh. Um, he wrote and directed that as well, wrote and directed Vice, also starring Christian Bale. Uh, he's got quite the resume on him. He's got quite the resume on him. He's done all the Will Ferrell movies. Step Brothers is produced by him <laughs> and all that. Like, uh, oh, so, what quite the good. resume there on Adam McKay. Um uh, but let me tell you, the reason this movie hits at all is that cast. Mm. Uh, you know, Adam McKay's got an interesting style. But let me tell you, in a movie with Ryan Gosling, Christian Bale, Brad Pitt, you know who I don't expect to be my favorite performance of the film? 
dude. Steve Carell. Let's go. I was hoping you were going to be there, too. Because, it, like, this is the far and away the most interesting character work. And, like, I mean, Christian Bale, he kind of fucking bodies that. You know, like, I, lo- I loved that role. But Mark Baum just had so much more there to, to work with. A lot more range to uh, to try and capture. Um, hmm. Wow. The only performance to get even nominated was Christian Bale at the um, Oscars, which is interesting. Nominated for Best Picture as well, so that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I I um I thought that um like Brad Pitt, he was he was okay. You know, he was supposed to be very um, secluded and secretive, and yeah, I think he played the role well. Yeah, um, but he was just he really didn't have to do a whole lot. Yeah, his I best guess, scene so. is that one where he's like, uh, "You guys should like you guys are fucking mm, laughing." Yeah, like if we're right. Thousands of people will lose their jobs. Millions of people will lose their jobs. People will lose their homes. Did mm. you know that the the mortality Poverty rate rises? Yeah, forty thousand, like forty thousand people die for every one percent unemployment goes up. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, that's fucking nuts, man. So like, that's yeah. far and away the strongest scene. But like, the reason Steve Carell has the best performance here is because he gets to. He gets to act a little bit more in different, uh, mm. with with a little more range. You know, he has to access places that, you know, Michael Burry was just not capable of going. Ben Rickert was a very just straightforward, normal dude. And uh, Jared Vennett, played by Ryan Gosling, was just an absolute douchebag. And you knew that yeah. the whole time. <laughs> uh, now, I will say some uh, some other underrated performances in the movie were the, uh, were the other, the, the young guys. Uh, working along, working alongside them that uh, are working tangentially to them, I should say. Um, man, they're low on this cast list, even though they were a big part of this movie. Is this one of them? No, that's uh, that's no, that's Mark's brother. Are they even on here? Wait, is this one of them? But he just looks. I don't think Way so. older in this picture? No. Why are they not on the fucking cast list on IMDb? Oh, I found them. Finn Whitrock and Joe... Uh, no, wait. Finn Whitrock and John Magaro. Hmm. Wow. That's pretty low. Yeah, I could not find them for the life of me. Um, there they are. Playing Charlie Geller and Jamie Shipley. Yeah, and if you uh, if you make it all the way through the Sopranos, oh oh, the young investors, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay, Brownland or whatever they're yeah Brown they they called him like Brown. I can't fucking remember, man. Mm. This movie was so goddamn boring. We didn't actually find the plans for the housing crisis on the table. Yeah, blah, like blah, that blah. shit was funny. <laughs> I love how they broke the fourth wall every now and then. With John the Magaro there, if you make it through uh, the entirety of The Sopranos and you get around the many saints of Newark eventually, mm. he plays a, uh, the guy on the left plays mm. a young Silvio Dante. Wow. I would have expected it to be this guy. He looks just a lot more mob-like. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah, and, you see that dude with the wig and no glasses, and man, that's Silvio right there, young oh, Silvio. I guess. Oh yeah, true. I guess he doesn't have to wear glasses in real life. And he's wearing a little bit of a fat suit, like uh, so he's got he's got a little bit more <laughs> more going on there uh, prosthetically. But uh, 
Yeah, I really liked them in this movie as well. Uh, and you were right in saying that this makes the housing crisis about as entertaining a movie as it can be here. Mm. Um, I really liked the the way they were able to thread a story through this of uh, like with an actual heart with Mark Baum there, uh, mm. and uh, you know the the moral ambiguity of what they're doing uh the moral superiority at points they feel even though they probably shouldn't um just because they that lady in that uh office was right they were hypocrites Mm. you know like Mm -hmm. uh how many how many of those uh shorts are you invested in like yeah it doesn't make you wrong makes you a fucking hypocrite and uh she gave the most stellar performance for a three-minute part of a movie I've ever fucking watched. Damn. I felt that so hard. Um, I felt that so hard. But uh, there were there were a lot of really cool little roles in this movie. Marissa Tomei uh, popping up as Mark Baum's uh, wife, which was uh, really really cool to see. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, her. She she <laughs> killed it. Uh, you think they made her like blind? To the, you know, like, she's, like, do you think there's a reason they made, because, like, no way, or maybe this actress just had, like, LASIK eye surgery the day of filming, you know, and it, it just so happened that, like, she had to wear these, like, no matter what, or it's, like, they turned a blind eye. Yeah. What's the price for your blind eye? <laughs> a lot of fees, and the big banks Yo. make all the monies. That shit where they took the story to the Wall Street Journal and they were like, this is the largest criminal activity in the history of Wall Street. This is this is never been done before and it is evil. And they were like, I can't I can't take that anywhere. It's like, (laughs) what the fuck? And the ending, man. Mm. The last thing they put on screen made me just made me sink. I, I was like. Oh no! Yep. Oh god! Yeah. And... Or they were like, uh, "This is basically just another name for a CDO." Mm. I was like, "Fuck!" And you know what's also climbing really fast right now too? Yeah, yeah is inflation. Fa- yeah. Yep. And and a lot of people aren't able to pay their mortgages right now anymore. Yeah. 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 Right now. So money's worth more, and people are getting less of it. Um, maybe it's time we go in and bet against the stock for, or bet against the housing market. I wonder how much um, how much more people are actually doing that now, though. Uh, you know, it, we got to be the first. Um, that's what I've learned. Um, if someone hasn't done it already, let's crunch the numbers. Let's Michael bomb this, or not Michael bomb. Mark. Um, let's mark. Is it Mark? The no, the uh, Christian Bale. Oh, uh, Michael Burry. Burry, yes. Let's Michael Burry this out. You know, let's just crunch the numbers, look at every single mortgage there is, and find out when it's going to happen. Um, get you know our five hundred million dollar investor fund pool that we control. Yeah, of course. Um, and just put it all in. And uh, I mean, one one would, in theory. Um, but that shit where the young investors took it to uh, took it to them, and they were like, "Yeah, man, 
we're fucking ready. Let's let's get this shit all set up. And they were like, we, we're, we have 30 million right now. And they're like, uh, all right, well, you guys are a little short, so we don't know if we're going to be able to do that. Like, well, how short? How, how do we do it? Uh, like 1.5 billion. Uh, and they were like, fuck. Makes us look pretty bad that we didn't know that before <laughs> we came in here, huh? And they're like, yeah, yeah, not look, not looking the best. Uh, and this was just the the peripheral screening before the meeting. Yeah, exactly. This wasn't even their meeting. This was just... Who schedules like... a meeting at 4.50 in the fucking afternoon? <laughs> oh, man. They were leaving the office at 5, bro. They were leaving the office at Wow. 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 That's rough. That is rough. Um, ooh. But... I don't know. I, I I feel like I have an actual understanding of what happened now. Far and I'm better like, than I did once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now I'm like, dang, like we really like that hap- that this happened in real life. Yo, and you, know, I didn't like, get the you know like we were eight, mm, seven oh, yeah. actually seven mm. when it actually started. Eight is now we consider oh eight the kind of year, but. All the events of the spiral started in 07 for this. Uh, and, you know, watching just the people filing out of the banks and them be like, uh, holy shit, it's starting. Holy shit, it's starting. Like, uh, I don't even know what it must have been like to be an adult during this time. Oh, like, could you it imagine? Makes, it makes me, it gives me chills and scares me to think about. Because, like, I was thinking of, like, what actually happened to just a normal person. They didn't really, like, they show, like, people were forced out of their homes and, and you know, they showed the, the bad negative things that happened because of it. But I, I was thinking of, like, what legitimately happened. And was it because the bank folded that their money is just gone? If they had money in an account with a bank, it is now just gone. Yeah. Because the bank has to pay out all these shorts. To these people, or the money just the money was going that that like because they the, the loan collapsed from it. They, yeah, they just managed okay. to benefit from it. The, the, co- the collapse paid, is what made it happen. Who pays? So like that, but that's the thing is that they made the short mortgage bets with the banks. Though he went bank to bank, yeah, making true. those bets, and didn't every bank? like dissolve pretty much a lot of them was the reason they, they dissolved they ended up getting, like a lot of them ended up getting a uh, government bailouts so it was like a in the in like at the end the government was trying to buy all the shorts mm. from like everyone yeah which like what yeah when they flipped it like whenever like they came back to Mark Baum's office and he was like they want to buy all of it, and they're like, "Oh shit!" So this is this is really going to happen, huh? Because they 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 came back like it was like, "Oh shit!" It's starting like the scene before, right? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, "All right, we got to get this while we can." Um, dude, man, and I feel like I was only lost for like a little bit of the movie. I, I never like the big general idea. I think it was pretty pretty easy but they went on what's what's really interesting is i don't uh i can usually retain and comprehend a lot of a movie really well a a Mm. couple days after watching it 
I know I understood completely as I was watching. Uh, I will need to watch it a couple more times for it to seep into my brain exactly what happened. Because mm. um, it's it's just so many informational scenes one after the other. You know, like it's like uh, there's there's some story through line, obviously, but like it's just an impending doom that mm. follows the whole movie. And, you know, Adam McKay kind of having a habit for that. Uh, with Don't Look Up and The Big Short here. Um, Ooh. Yeah, whatever, like, um, I think it was Anthony Bourdain's. Yeah. No, 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 it was uh, Selena Gomez and, yeah, uh, like, the, a... The mathematician. Um, yeah. And whenever they were, like, and then they make a side bet of the side bet of the side bet of the side bet, side bet and it kept yeah. going and going and going and going. So this person put $100,000 like, down. Then, and then people like, bet on whether that person will be right, and then another person bets on whether that person will be right. And then, and then, you, like a lot of times during this movie, I realized that, like, I had to remind myself that, like, this actually happened mm. in real life. Like, this is not a made-up narrative. Like, this stuff. This is I don't know, it, off, these are based off real people too. Like it's not like this didn't happen. Yeah. Any like, of it. Yeah. Which is even more crazy. It's I don't know. It's insane that like it's not talked about more. I don't know. Doesn't it feel like we should be learning about this in school? I mean, obviously. The government doesn't want us to know anything about it. They'd rather it just dissolve forever. I mean, how many people went to jail because of it? I think they said some people got arrested. One. None. One. Oh, One and it guy. was a guy that tried to short it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a government guy. It was just a civilian. Well, it was a banker who tried to short it. That's so right. It was, it was corrupt of him to try and do that. <sighs> What? One Dude. guy got arrested for this. And it was like a mass criminal activity by the banks. And like the banks just paid fees to the smaller banks to keep them quiet. Mm. But the thing is, is that the smaller banks, like they had no idea that this was coming either. They, They were like, like those, the super cocky dudes that we get introduced to. Yeah, those fuck um, boys. Yeah, like they are meant to show that like no one thought that it was even a remote possibility that like even a freaking double, triple B, whatever would you know fail. Like, the, like, are you kidding me? Like, if if they don't speak English, the the better. You know, or whatever. He's oh like, yeah, God, just they sign wherever. Garbage. And I'm just like, ah, oh, dude, damn. Um, and that shit like, at the end when Mark Baum was like, and I know they're just going to blame it on immigrants and poor people. And then Ryan Gosling kicked in and he was like, uh, and he was wrong. They mm. did this. They made arrests. They did everything they needed to. And I'm just fucking kidding. Of course they blamed it on immigrants and poor people. Um. Uh, Man, yeah, it was just so disheartening. And uh, I think we're actually, actually worse off. I think just as a a people, uh, now, 
this would be riotous, I think. Like, there would, like, and, uh, it could really do some further damage beyond people losing their jobs and homes, which is a lot of damage, as it already was. You know what I'm saying? If we were to get around to... Fight. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't really be America anymore, I don't think. It'd be whatever. I don't know. I I think, like, there'd be some revolution. (laughs) Something would happen. I mean, what if, uh... I think that would just be Bezos' time to go, yeah, I'll bail everything out. Oh, shit. Nah, he doesn't have... Does he have that much money? Hundreds of billions? Like a country. Like here's what, my, what? Here's my thing: the USA is trillions of dollars in debt. He's at least hundreds of billions ahead of that. <laughs> yeah, but even hundreds of billions is nothing. Whenever it's twenty something trillion. True. You True. need. You need a drop in the bucket. Forty more Bezoses. Well, more than four. You need like eighty Bezoses. To match like the world or the the debt, but like he could he could definitely take over. You know, he do something. He'd be like, "All right, food. You want food? Amazon will ship it to you. Um, you want any? You know, your work. Go to the warehouse. You want a job? Go to the warehouse. You want food? You want shelter? We'll supply shelter too." Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I'm going to Mars. Going to Mars. That's the plan. Um, <laughs> nah, for real though, like, I... I frankly don't even know what the fuck else to say about this movie besides just how disheartening it was to be like, wow, this happened and doesn't seem too far-fetched to happen again. Mm. Yeah, no. Um, it's in... It seems that it's already in the process, though. Like, even at the end of this movie, which came out in 2015, they're saying it's happening again. And, you know, I think it's just because Wall Street is just so... They do... Like they mentioned in the movie, they have a lot of flashy words so that you they make you think that you can't get into it and understand it. Right. Like all these French words and all these shorts. Yeah, tranches. And, dividends and all you know all these words that just don't mean shit in day-to-day life that it feels like there's a learning curve that's impossible to get over but like they just keep you out of it you know like it's Mm -hmm. all it's just like insider trading like it's like it's still happening and just on a like on a very grand scale but now it feels like the big banks are paying like the billionaires now. Mm-hmm. It feels like it feels like, but like, I don't know, because billionaires take out loans from themselves. Somehow that's a thing. Um, they're their own bank, so they don't even need a bank. It makes that makes me just um, you know so and they don't with taxes. <laughs> Um, I'm good. Good off that. 
I mean, yeah, it, we. I'm. I'm staying positive. We'll uh, do my best. Yeah, I'm, you know how many more of these movies do we need? I guess you know maybe a movie shouldn't be the thing that gets humanity to realize. Um, Should I take you know. it though? Yeah. You know, like, ooh, there was a whenever COVID first happened, there was a movie that came out, um, like three years before that was Contagion or something Contagion, like that, yeah. and it like replicated it perfectly. We'll tell people that this is a fictional movie about what is to come in twenty twenty, you know, twenty twenty five. You know, th- this is it's just set in two thousand seven. And then you let them know, oh, no, that actually happened. That was real. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, about to happen again. I'm Maybe telling you, there needs this, to be yeah. an American-required viewing. <laughs> yeah. It is – It is. you will have to pay a substantial <laughs> fee if you do not watch these – I don't know. I don't even think you need that fucking many. You could watch, like, five, ten, and you'd be like, Okay, yeah, all right. If this is a possibility, sure. Dang. I just want to go to an island. I just want to be... I just... I I, I, I don't even know where is safe. <laughs> I don't Mars. Even, I don't even know where... Like, it almost feels like it has to be another planet. <laughs> I gotta go. They better, they better step on that, you know. Hit the gas. Hit the oh man. I guess you know any nominations for awards here. Oh yeah, we here? didn't even we haven't even considered yet. I, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I'd say there's some like writing. Some... It's not really fair, right? I mean, it's literally. I guess I they had to write the fair. character interactions and stuff, though. Yeah, like I think um, that like. The fact that this movie did almost, like, I, at the end of the movie, I got chills, and I was genuinely, it genuinely resonated with me, and I was very much so scared, and that, like, that's a, uh, it's a well-written movie, you know? I could have just completely not understood any of it. Would you credit, who would you, uh, Charles Randolph and Adam McKay? Yeah. Or all three of of them? And Michael uh, Lewis, or the Michael Lewis, you know, he wrote the book. We'll just say that. Mm. Uh, you know, we're we're here. He wrote the book, but yeah, Adam McKay and Charles Randolph wrote that screenplay. Because um, I'm I'm assuming the book is not dramatized. I'm I'm imagining that it's just written, like as a historical like logging mm. of the events that happened. Um, but yeah, I really, really, I really liked the writing of the movie. I thought that it, it kept me in it for a movie mm-hmm. that I just didn't really understand what was happening. I mean, like I understood it as I was watching it. And now like, now that I'm over it, now that I've watched it, I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. I'll have to rewatch it a few times before I fully get it. But, uh, I understood it. It resonated. I think a writing mm-hmm. credit there is fair. Okay. Any direction for Adam McKay? Adam McKay did solid, um, but I don't. There was nothing that really made me go like, "Wow, mm. what a choice!" I guess this the fourth is... wall breaks, you know, yeah, like Margot I mean, like, Robbie. 
That's um, nothing. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, I guess. Dropping, yeah, true. You know? like, it's then, like it's... Well, I guess, and then you have um, Ryan Gosling's character being like, yeah, I told you I'd come back later. Oh, these losers, I'd never hang out with them. You know, yeah, like right. talking. Lots of or whatever. wall breaking. Uh, uh, but I guess, yeah, it's nothing at the end special. He's like, I didn't tell you I was the good guy, okay? Mm. Like, yeah. I, I did what I did. I don't regret it. Now I'm rich as fuck. Yeah. I mean... What is the moral line on that, you know? Oh, like the, it's, it was a shitty thing to do. But, but if they don't do it, then they're fucked. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing, is that, like, I completely get why they did it. It's not like they were the cause yeah. of the housing crisis. They saw it coming and benefited from it. Like, if you can't, if you have that opportunity, I don't see why you don't do it. And yeah, I know. I mean, like, morally, you shouldn't to give into the system whatever... You know, but then, like, you're just going to suffer. You know, at least maybe you could be like, okay, I'm going to give, yourself in a position I'm gonna give to some of others. it back. Yeah, yeah or something, like, yeah. Um, and uh, it, it takes a decent person to actually do that with the money mm-hmm. after that. But, uh, and I, I have the feeling Ryan Gosling is not that, that dude in this movie. Uh, I have a feeling he's no. going to, he's going to, you know, be dude, I bet, like, living quite the exuberant life. I bet being rich during that time was so much better because no one had money, so probably everything was so much cheaper during that time. Like, yachts were probably, like, for sale, like, half a time, man. Dang, I didn't even think about that. The rich just get richer, man. They always do. They always stay eating. But, Any uh, actors or actresses? Uh, another movie just dominated by penises. Um, it, it, just a lot of men. Just a lot of men. Uh, um, and I do think that uh, who would you say is like the lead? Are there four leads? I'd give. I wouldn't say it's Christian Bale. I don't know. I'd put I'd put Mark Baum as a lead before I would Christian Bale. Like yeah, those are, and those are the two I would nominate. I think Mark Christian Baum Bale and the supporting, Bale. yeah, Steve Carell in the best actor category. Yeah, is it? Yeah, let's see. Carell, two R's, one L. Carell, might be two L's. Carell. Let's see. It's it's two L's. It's one R, two L's. As Mark that looks Ball. fucking dumb to me. It does. As looks Mark more like Carol. I know. I don't know if I like that. And then best. Support I'm gonna actor. I'm gonna write him a strongly worded letter. Yeah, tell him you're dude. I don't know what you're. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking, thinking when you spelt your last name, or what your ancestors were thinking when they spelt their last name. Or. Um, Michael Burry or freaking B-U-R-R-Y. Ellis Island was thinking. Oh yes. Yeah, I give him the supporting actor nod. Uh, soundtrack, costume design, set design. Well, none of those getting anything from me. Wall Street today. suits. A douche convention. Yeah, I don't know. It was. They didn't yeah. have to do too much here. Uh, no. I'd be willing to bet like 75% of the budget was dedicated to paying the actors. Yeah, that's probably fair. 
I mean, that's those some big some big names to pay. Mm. Yeah, Let's, yeah. I, I don't wonder really... what the budget was for this. Wonder if uh, fifty million was the budget, um, and they made about a hundred and thirty-three million profit. That's pretty good. That's that's a pretty good return on your investment. It is. Um, Tens of oh, million. Oh, here we go. How much do they have to pay to their big name actors? Um, I'm going at least half. Apparently no one knows. <laughs> huh. Um, but... Yeah, this... I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of, like, ranking now. Um, of where where it would be. And I'm very curious on where this one's going to... Yeah, that's interesting because, like, I I enjoyed it about as much as I could, this, this mm. type of movie. Um, but I I don't have any interest in watching it again. Like, uh, mm. if I did, it would be purely educational, not like, uh, not like, oh, man, you got to see this movie. Like, I'm not going to be like, have you seen the big short? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh <laughs> I think I found something. Brad Pitt is apparently 11% of this movie's budget. Um, that means all of them have to be about 11% of this movie's budget, right? So the biggest contributor is Brad Pitt at around 11-something. 11, 11 something. Steve Carell at 6.8. Christian Bale, it, his number's just blocked out for some reason, and... Adam McKay got 3.2. Why is it just... Ryan Gosling only got about 1.4 million. I mean, 1.4 million dollars? Jeez. That's That's it? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, Um, I would gladly... I would gladly be a douchebag in a very normal way for uh a million dollars. That was such an easy paycheck for him to cashier. Mm. Um... Yeah, my enjoyment of this movie, I mean, uh, let's, let's, let me, let me see some of the other enjoyment scores over here. I gotta, cause I really don't know where I sit. It's nowhere near there. It's, it's, we're gonna, we're gonna have to scroll down. Um, yeah, man, uh, maybe, maybe three, seven, five, and that's, I'd say that's probably about where it's at, you know, like it was well acted, um, mm. entertaining, but, uh, didn't love it. I mean, like if we are doing like the, how much it connected with us, like, I guess it did do its job. Like mm. it did scare me. Uh, and I was like, oh my fucking God. Um, I think three, seven, five is fair though. All right. Cause cool. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I'm like, like serotonin levels are going out, you know. It wasn't like right, oh, right. But wow, like you know, so we talked about this movie. We've talked but. about how like it. Uh, <laughs> this movie's not supposed to connect with you like that, you know. Like yeah, it, no. it, I think it did connect with me the way it was supposed to connect with me, mm. but uh, I don't know. Just wasn't wasn't huge on it. Um, so genre is this just based on a true story? 
dramas. That's what I'd say. Uh, it's it's pretty good. Hmm. Uh, it's 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 pretty solid in that regard. Um, I think the story itself, like just the real thing, is just good enough. Like making a movie. Well, I don't know. I guess. It was like, so it, hard. It was probably, like, yeah. I, I don't want to undercut them at all because yeah. it was hard to make a movie the this entertaining. Yeah, it's probably harder. Yeah. But, like, you have a freaking corrupt chain that goes all the way to the tippy top and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Mm. It's kind of like, yeah. If you can make it mass watchable, then the story's good enough on its own. Like, of how it played out with these people. You know, they chose the right part of the story. Right. Instead of it just being the mass public or whatever. But, I don't know, I'd say, like, it's probably at, like, a four, two, five, four, five. Okay, I was I was leaning towards the four, uh, four, two, five. I thought that mm. was, uh, I thought that was a fair, fair rating, you know, because, like, uh, you know, if we are going based on a true story dramas... You know, it was a hard one to make resonate, but, you know, uh, Malcolm X. <laughs> that's uh, a that's, five. That's a five out of five right there. I mean, is that our American, only one? even American Gangster is based mm. on a true story. Um, like, I, that's 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 a better based on a true story, I would say. Um, that's a five. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, yeah, not a Wolf lot of, ba- of Wall, Wolf Street, Wall Street. 4.8. Yeah, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street's the closest you'll get to this movie, uh, fictionally, and making it uh, just, they had the opportunity to make it so much more entertaining uh, mm. with that one. Yeah. Um, There's just a lot more possibility there, but, you know, the Wall Street and banking sort of side of it makes, you're on the mm. criminal side perspective there, not the, uh, not yeah. the investors. Yeah, and they're on the up and up. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, not on the very scary downfall. Yeah, but I would story. say all those are better based on a true story movies than this is. Um, yeah, and then as a film, this is probably where it does hmm. best. Um, the acting was really good, and like I said, a hard movie to make uh, entertaining and resonate in any way. Um and they did that, you know. The perform, like I said, the performances were so strong. Um, I don't know. I think this might be our first four point four mm-hmm. out of five stars. Ooh, better made than an Aliens and Inception, but not quite a Malcolm X. Okay, maybe it is a four two. Not quite okay. Avatar, yeah, it is a little bit better than American Graffiti and Taxi Driver, but below The Breakfast Club, A Clockwork Orange, and Avatar. That feels good to me. I'm, I'm, the acting was really good, but other than that, I didn't really love a lot about the movie. So, like, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair rating there at a four point two out of five stars. Yeah, I think I think that's completely fair there. Let's see what that shakes it out to be overall. Um, makes it a four point zero seven, which puts it right above Rise of the Planet of the Apes and below Inception. 
Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, like, that's a good score for this movie for me. Like, hmm. uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, I, I didn't expect is. it to be even slightly entertaining, and mm-hmm. I was I was entertained. I will yeah. I will gladly I will gladly say that. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I did not. I don't know. I uh, this was a movie that my uncle wanted me to download for him, so I was like, okay, this is like, is this an uncle movie? You know, this is kind right. of like I don't know. I didn't really have high expectations for it, but then while I watched it, I was like, oh damn, yeah, this shit's real. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty well made, actually. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with the big short, actually. So, I mean, it's it's down at 42, you know, in, in that necessarily, but I'm 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 27th place. Um, it went from 42nd to 27th. Um, How many movies did that make it for us here? Um, 51. 51, yeah. Wow. So 42nd out of 51, definitely in that bottom percentile. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's in the bottom 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. In the bottom 10. Just makes the bottom 10. Uh, and, um, that's okay. you know, we don't have a lot ahead of us that I anticipate will unseat that, if mm. I'm being honest. We got kind of baller movies here on end. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, but you know, I the top of the bottom ten very important there. Uh, it is, it is the, it is the, the top of the bottom get, ten, and I would, I would say that I definitely agree with that. Um, I think Adam McKay, if he'd uh, shined a little harder there, hmm. done a little bit more, maybe it gets it rises a little bit in that uh critical rating yeah i feel like there was something missing with christian bale's character i feel like they had a story they just didn't really want to dive into because i don't know i feel like there was going to be a lot more with him he just kind of like it felt like he was just ignoring emails and phone calls every time he was on screen for a little bit just kept getting in trouble at work and he kept being like i don't know man i think it'll work out fuck it's not gonna work out oh shit it worked out that sucks Mm -hmm. yeah Um, he's like you're welcome Here's four hundred ninety four hundred million dollars. You're welcome, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and like, you know, I thought they were gonna play in, I guess, to his like social anxiety side of the story more. I thought there was gonna be like him and, with his wife and like how she comforts him, or like, I don't know, or something that like something. gave, it, gave a- anything it something. more than what they yeah. gave us. Like, yeah. and that's the thing is that like a. Uh, the only place you get anything more is with Steve Carell's character, and that's why it became mm. our favorite part of the movie. Uh, like, like no doubts. Um, but yeah, man, shit. There uh, we go. With that, the Big Short came to a four point oh seven out of five stars. Just, just a eight point one out of ten there, or eight point two out of ten uh, ish. Eight point one four. If we're getting technical with mm. it, uh, but. Uh, yeah, man, I uh, that was solid, but not the best movie I've ever watched. Um, and with that, if you would, head to patreon.com slash Bloomer. You'll find over 30 hours of exclusive content. All that's over there for, uh, for all that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on because I do not make any off of it unless it's over there. So that's greatly appreciated. Uh, if you would head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Please leave a five star rate and review and keep up with our fifty two year journey through film. We've only got a few weeks left. Just a few weeks left. And uh 
next Friday comes the year 2016. Uh, and we'll be discussing La La Land, which I am very, very excited about. It's one of my favorites of all time. Uh, another Ryan Gosling one. Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone. Just a bunch of, uh, just a bunch of fun faces there. And our first, uh, real deal musical. We did, we did cover Lion King. Uh, back in 1994, but, you know, and not to discredit anything uh, animated, that is also a real deal musical, but we get to see uh, people perform musical numbers and uh, songs and such, and it's an incredibly critically acclaimed movie. And oh yes, Kansas City Film Critics Circle Award came to the big short this week, as as one mm. did come to La La Land next week. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, with that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And truth is like poetry. Most people fucking hate poetry.